Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. Action Park Media. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another fresh new episode of Missing Curfew. I'm Shane O'Brien, as always, coming to you from Action Park Media Studios in Beverly Hills with my boy, Scotty Upshaw. Updog. How we doing, boy? Good, buddy. How's the coffee over there? Cold, eh? I was a little chilly coming in, but you got this new uh, Missing Curfew sweatshirt on now. I'm feeling pretty, pretty this is, toasty. This is a perfect temperature for the big bear in here, buddy. I could, this is nice in it's here. Good coffee here at uh, <laughs> Action Park Studio. Yeah, season's, see, Uppy's still a pro. Season's about to start. Instead of drinking beers, you got a coffee night before exactly. the game. Not a boy. Yeah, I get fired up. And back from an undeclosed injury, he missed his first <laughs> match of the season. The captain, Kevin Connolly, in the booth, cons. It's undisclosed lower body injury. <laughs> lower body injury. Um... Yeah, so listen, I question, now that you mention it, are we going to be doing, I, I've noticed, ever since you guys had that poor showing with the booze, it's been a sober show. Are we, are we, are we doing Dry Island for this 56-game run? <laughs> well, listen, I, I, I did not take the captain's advice heading into the, the holiday season. You told me, don't go, you know, don't go up there, drink a lot, eat a lot. You got to battle, or you got to work out. You got to battle through the uh, Well, listen, I, luckily there was an elliptical in the, in the cottage, thank God, or who knows how much. Did you hit the elliptical? I, I hit the elliptical 10 out of the 13 days. Stop it. I swear to God. But listen, right. I drank 12 of the 13 days, so it kind of really didn't really offset But if it. you were on, that's okay. As long as you were on the elliptical. I, think I mean, I still gained like nine pounds, so what the <laughs> fuck does that mean? But I mean, you can get out in the snow and do some quick feet drills. If you oh, my, my nephew was keeping me busy. I'm surprised I didn't. Yeah, that, kid, that kid, if I had his energy. And on the East Coast, as always, Broadway, Jimmy Scoops. What's up, boys? Oh, that's a pretty good... Uh streak you had going 12 out of 13 nights was the the non-drinking day a travel day well it was just the, <laughs> the, i mean I, I, the cottage i think the crown royal i drank might have cost more than the cottage because i was they, they were <laughs> fucking sliding down but the only worst part is me and my dad pitter we couldn't get the fucking fireplace we we, we had the the flu shut on it we thought it was open so we we oh. the one night we tried to do a fire con you couldn't get the flu open well we thought it was open but apparently the fucking thing was shut in the smoke we were smoking I my mean, that's mama page one bro that's the first I, thing you do is Look at the flu. I Fuck. mean, listen, I needed jobs. I know I you know. would have figured it out. Abandoned dudes. Uppy would have figured that Who out. Who was there at Abandoned Dunes to get I that mean, fucking fire going? I mean, you should have seen this at Abandoned Dunes. Matty Ryan, fucking Matty Ice was loving it. Are we it. talking about Matt Ryan, the quarterback? We're talking about really? Matt Ryan, the quarterback. Matty, Matty Ice? Yeah, we know Matty Ice. Oh, you guys are boys with Matty Ice? Yeah, really? he's a fucking beauty. So Uppy, after the, after the golf round of Abandoned Dunes, Gets he was in there. I was helping out as much as I could, but Uppy got these fires humming for the boys sitting around drinking with cigars. <laughs> Updog had his head right in the fucking fire light. In the fucking thing. <laughs> I saw it on Instagram. Yeah, yeah but I had no, I had no gas or or fuel. Yeah. Let's just call it fuel. Mm-hmm. Uh, limited amounts of dry either newspaper or fucking bark. I was going in there face first with wet wood, and I was. 
determined to get this thing fucking lit. I was like, up, you want me to throw my whiskey on there? See Just if that'll rubbing spark sticks it? together. <laughs> no, I don't waste the whiskey. <laughs> rubbing sticks together. Uppy, that's impressive for you to get the fire going. I always got leave that to the father-in-law. I mean, I'll go haul the wood from him here and there, but he's firing that bad boy up. I Jimmy, have no idea. Yeah, Broadway, you got to lug the wood for sure. <laughs> Jimmy, when you, you gotta lug the wood, if you ain't gonna start it, you gotta lug it. <laughs> when you go on vacation or a golf trip with the boys I was with, no one's fucking getting their hands dirty in that fire. But, but you gotta take that shit on yourself. <laughs> Those guys are too rich. The up dog, the up dog <laughs> exactly. can't sit still. Yet. The up dog needed something to do. He wasn't just gonna sit around the fire till. I mean, we were the last three standing every night. Me, you, and shocker, Liverpool. as, as shocker. Oh, shocker. Fucking well seven deserved. o'clock tea time. Cons, no need for a seven o'clock tea time. Like, yeah, well, that's guys trip. I'm in bed at 10 for a 7 a.m. tea time. I know you're a pro now. Um, boys, let's let's put a little let's put a, the final wrap on this World Juniors. Uh, first of all, congratulations. Thank you. Second Thank of you. all, I think Blue Label might have gone up during COVID. It cost me 300 fucking dollars this morning. So Kev, oh, enjoy. Should have went to Costco. Wow. I know. You got the classy pack. You got the, the the one with the fancy box comes with a couple of glasses. <laughs> That's what drove up your price. I came with a gold medal too. Oh, you must have the champions box. It's a champion, it's a limited edition gold medal box. <laughs> I know. And listen, I went to my boy there at the liquor store in CDM and I'm like, you just got the normal bottle. I don't need the glass and everything. But that's all they had. <laughs> oh, that's all they had. Okay. That's all they had, console. <laughs> what what were you guys' thoughts though on that game? I mean, obviously from American standpoint. Well, Broadway going taking the US on the money line. How's Money that line. for a guy with some with some some faith? That, that was nuts. My dad told me it was the dumbest bet in the history of bets. <laughs> Look like a genius now. Yeah, that was, that that was, was a good bet. That was plus three fifty, wasn't it, Jimmy? Something like that. Uh, when I got it, it was at plus two fifty five. All right. I mean, we talked about it a little bit, Cons, before we got on here, and I had the American coach on on NHL with me and Cooley, and fuck, I mean, they had some adversity. Up, Canada didn't have any adversity, and me and Uppy were watching at my house. The Up Dog was fuck. I thought he was playing in the game; he was so fired up. But we just thought it was important for Canada to get the first goal. States get that first big one. I think Turcotte got it with the tip, and then for fucking eight minutes straight, Cons, Canada didn't touch the puck. Me and Uppy were losing our mind watching the game, knowing you know the importance of uh, not getting ever you know the. Canada went all tournament without fucking being down a goal, yeah. let alone letting in a fucking five-on-five five goal. And then, Obi, you know, you could feel it. Feel it from the couch, bro. It was like... <laughs> you could it, feel it what, on Twitter. One goal came, sure. and then and then fucking we couldn't touch the puck. They were just cycling like the Russian Red Army back in the fucking 80s. It did look like the Soviets. Next thing you know, start of the second period, they come out and they get a fucking quick one down two, and it's... That was the dagger. Fuck. Well, then, then, it's, then it's climbing uphill, boys, and it's, it's not a game of... Uh, of chance from there, it's uh, it's tough. Broadway, yeah, what were your thoughts on? I, I think, like I said, going into it, that Spencer Knight, he stood on his head. I mean, the Canadians did have that push, but the push was a little too late. Yeah. And like, I just thought that Zegers kid was—he's unbelievable. There was rumors that uh, Anaheim had the private jet sitting in Edmonton waiting for him to fly him right there's, to. There's rumors Newport that Beach. there's rumors that Getzlav sat on the private jet. <laughs> I wouldn't be like, surprised. Get the fuck <laughs> on my line, kid. That kid's fucking insanely <laughs> right. good. Like, how you he sent the bird oh. and the sprinter to yeah. pick him up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, got your bird. Jump in the sprinter. You can stay at my house. Stay in the guest house till you get squared away. He went Tom Brady style. <laughs> like you said it though, Oops. Like the, the U.S. came out ready to play. They looked like a team that. You know, they knew they're the underdog going into it. They had nothing to lose, and scoring first on Canada kind of, I think that caught them off guard big time. Yeah, it was, a, it was a great effort by the States. Canada, in my opinion, finally found their legs in the second half-ups, but it was too late. At the end of the first and second, Canada, for the first time, looked nervous. They were playing tentative. They, we, I mean, we were yelling at the television. 
they weren't really playing Canadian hockey, and it just kind of they, they they had a good push, but then Spencer Knight, like Broadway said, stood on his head. Yeah, it's easier to play in a game like that, uh, sixty minute championship game, when you're kind of the underdog team. I think you know you got no pressure. Yeah, yeah. You're not. It's not your home country. Uh, you got probably the better goalie who's been tested a little more throughout yeah. the tournament. Yeah. And I think the message, you know, for those American kids was like, let's just go kick the shit out of the best, you know, the best Canadian. The thing was, is people were telling these Canadian kids that they were the best team in the history of world juniors. Yeah, and and they, they read them. it all over Instagram and Twitter all week. And, and they came out and, you know, without work, they thought they were still the best team and, and they weren't that game. I'm going to say one thing about the gold medal game. Listen, there. if we had some drunk fucking Albertans in that building, too, for the gold medal game, the Americans might have been a little whole, squeezing the sticks a little more Broadway if the That's drunk fucking... a whole fucking, different ball game. That a different no ball game. benefited those guys big time, man. And Updog was... We watched it together, and Updog, the lights were off, then he turned the lights on, he was sitting down, he was standing <laughs> off. He was fucking in one, boys. And he called it, Kevin and Broadway, he called it a junior miracle on ice. Now, now what do you American boys think of that? Let's not get crazy. Oh, wow. Are you kidding crazy. me? What? It's different. <laughs> I mean, I, fuck. I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that that sort of attitude played into what these Canadian kids were thinking. Like, obviously, and here's the other thing too. I mean, you guys would agree in a, in a seven game series. You know, Canada probably we wins beat you that in six, we but beat in you a four one. one game, in one four game, one. like anybody can win. We beat you four one of these best of seven, maybe Broadway. Six, and maybe, maybe go six <laughs> games, buddy. But it ain't fucking. Spencer Knight can't we'll take you four one and then games? take you out back too. Spencer Knight, he's gonna get tired eventually. Fuck, but he uh, was. Oh, hey, you, yeah. hey, those guys are young. Jimmy Scoops, you called it. I didn't know much about the Spencer Knight. I will say, Dale Talon. I don't know if you need to sign Bobrovsky for seven years, a hundred bananas or whatever oh, it was, be- because. You got this kid oh, and the do Canadian. They have him. They got both Canadian the goalies. Goalie. Yeah, so both of them. Their goaltending looks pretty good. Wow. So see you, Bob. But the big question I have for you two guys is: I think the missing curfew fans are still waiting for that uh, end of the third period uh, Instagram live feed. You guys just ducked that completely. <laughs> After a loss, you guys just ducked it. Lot, I was fuck. down we, in my basement fucking dancing, and you guys just ducked me. Well, we were trying to regroup. We were, we were, we were emotionally. <laughs> you were on your heels. We were on our heels. We didn't know what to do. Um, we, we were changing our tape, changing our laces. Up, he was up and down. I had. I had, and everything I had candles on. He turned the lights on. That wasn't good. We opened a door. We were trying to change momentum. <laughs> but congratulations on all honesty to you two beauties and Team America. But uh, as always, we'll be back next year. It's training camp right now, boys. Just finished up. We know that. And, and cons, I'm a big fan of the Victory Podcast. And for any of you guys out there that watch Entourage, you got to listen to this podcast. But the one thing I've noticed about you actors, cons, is when you talk about reading, when you have to go in and actually audition, it's like Mr. PTO with Scotty Upshaw over here. So this year, there was lots of PTOs. Just explain to our listeners what reading is for actors. Right. It's the, uh, it's the audition process. Now, I think the PTO is probably a bit more aggressive, especially for some guys, because even more so now, the audition is just part of it. Everybody has to read. The days of not going in and auditioning. You used to be able to go, oh, well, I'm not doing it. You either hire me or not, because now they'll go, all right, well, we won't hire you. And there's a very, very small group of people that don't have to read. So I think the PTO is a little bit more aggressive. But uh, yeah, there's, you're not going to find an actor that loves reading. Is there fitness testing? Fuck when you, <laughs> exactly. you still got to get on the bike and do the body fucking, fat. Yeah, no, but, but you don't have to get on the scale before you go in, and oh. you don't have to go on a ten day diet like Obi that before you start. St- to- that scale was my nemesis ever. This day, the day before training camp, that scale would get me. But con seriously, what what percentage of like actors don't have to read it? Like obviously the big dogs, but like pretty much everyone else. If you're not one of the big dogs, you're reading. Yeah, if your so name's not Meryl Streep or Leo, you're reading. Wow. 
Um, wow. Up dog, you're Mr. PTO and yeah. uh, you're St. Louis Blues. Talk about the Hoffman. Love the Hoffman uh, deal. You know, I thought when it, when it came out, uh, everyone's like, you know, a Hoffman PTO. And the more you looked at it, uh, the St. Louis Blues to start the season off aren't going to are going to be with two of their key players making a lot of money. Alex Steen and, and Vladimir Tarasenko, two guys play, you know, both wings, but uh, big pieces to their offense. Uh, so they were looking to fill that gap. Now, a guy like Hoffman comes in, and Conley and I talked about it this morning. You know, a $4 million one-year deal that was signed yesterday is something that works for both people. I mean, he's getting to play on a contending team. He's not playing in the Florida Panthers right now. He's playing on the St. Louis Blues, who have just as good of a chance to win another Stanley Cup this year as anybody. And a $4 million cap hit fits kind of what they needed to, to keep you know, things rolling. Maybe they need to pick up someone at the deadline. And if he was making six and a half, which who knows, maybe there was an offer somewhere for, for over six million bucks for him for one year. Uh, he wouldn't be in a spot where, you know, he's making his team better and, and his team stronger going in the playoffs. So I, I like the deal. I think he fits that one-time spot on what's going to be a lethal, lethal power play. And uh, I look forward to seeing my Blues, uh, you know, go far this year. The Blues are locked and loaded. I, I, we had Darren Pang on. Panger loves you. He's an absolute beauty. Shout out to Panger. Big golfer. And our boy, Cons, Ryan O'Reilly, has talking about the power play. I guess they work on it during practice. And then when practice is over, the fact that he grabs all the boys, Hoffman, Pranko, whoever's on there, and they work on it again with Krug. And, and Panger. Like Tory Krug. Yeah, Panger said it's just humming. But what do you think about the Hoffman deal, Broadway? Yeah, I, I was shocked. I remember I texted you guys right away. I'd be like, what the hell is this guy doing with the PTO? Like, this guy was expecting six million a year and but i think it's huge for them especially with tarasenko being out and a guy that can shoot the puck like hoffman he averages 30 goals a year he's going to add a huge dynamic to that power play who's just looking better and better every day yeah it would have been nice when you went on your pto if they would have gave you one year four bananas i was looking for 575 <laughs> totally. i didn't fucking oh. get that collins what's up baby is there something strange about that deal i mean am i the well, only listen, one that doesn't is it is it like a technically a pto but not really so a PTO? listen my boy making the team yeah my boy steve coolis at nhl network had talked to doug armstrong before and said listen he had a verbal agreement that right but it wasn't it wasn't a hundred percent done deal right if hoffman goes in and gets hurt Gets was, hurt, yeah. Was, right. As you know, I'll be your Mr. PTO. There was still some risk in it, but yeah, Kevin, there was kind of a handshake that if everything goes right. Right. You stay healthy, you be Mike Hoffman, and we're going to sign this deal. Yeah, so I think the Blues are locked and loaded. It's not like they had to go play six exhibition games, though, this year. I mean, it was a 10-day camp. And There's no like, way he signed How nice would have that been that. back in the day? It's <laughs> not like they had to go to fucking Regina and Saskatoon like I did when I played for Calgary. <laughs> I didn't have any Wi-Fi in my fucking hotel in Regina. I'm like, I text the fucking PR guy with Calgary. I'm like, yo, I can't get any Wi-Fi. Called on the front desk, like, yeah, our Wi Fi is not working. I'm like, this is not National League. <laughs> Bar- Barzell did it right. Yeah, One practice record. and then game time. Cons, <laughs> you teed me right up into my next little thing. So, uh, Sweet Lou, we give Sweet Lou a hard time on here. Gets the Barzell deal done. Three years, 21 bananas. The last year's 10 bananas, Cons. What do you think of it? You think it's, I think it's good for both sides. Yeah, I don't know, man. It feels short to me. It feels like. Before long, that conversation already starts, and that's already distracting. Or, but but there's a fourth year, right? Because he'd be restricted at the end. Of he would still be restricted, yeah. Yeah, right. so he would be restricted, and they'd have to Broadway help me out with this. You're you're a cap guy. He would have to be qualified. They got to qualify him at ten mil, and that's a ten percent increase. So that means the fourth year would be eleven million dollar deal. So <laughs> thank you. Yeah, he holds I'm the again. cards. Yeah. He's, uh, he's in a good spot. A similar deal to what Matthew Tuchuk took before he hit his final year, which most guys at that final year, when the, the young player who's still getting better and better goes into that last year, their bridge deal, 
they don't even show up to camp either unless there's an extension, yeah. right? Okay, why would they? So his next home run will be the next deal, and this this works out right now for for a team that you know Connolly they have a chance to to do something. So I agree, and I, and I love Barzell. We all love him in here, but if if it gets to that third year and he's making eleven, I got to qualify eleven million dollars. He better be what a 30, 40 goal scorer getting eighty points a year. Because now you're if you're talking eleven bananas, now you're talking McDavid, Crosby, yeah. Ovechkin. Yeah, Dreisler. you're in a whole new level. So he needs they might have a decision like fuck if he still stays at whatever 25 goals, are you going to give him 11 million Broadway? No. <laughs> Unless no. if he's scoring 25 goals, he better have 75 assists. Yeah, right. Or, or 150 kills. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but my, my point got to be a 90s 100 point guy. Cons, that's my point to you as you say it feels short to you. I'm saying it, and it, it could work out in a good way maybe. If it, I think he's going to turn into the player that we all think he is. But but, but if he I does it, you're not hemmed into this Tavares like contract. You don't yeah, exactly. So Albatross. the cons the, con, the cons your Islanders are locked and loaded ready to roll. You must be feeling pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, the season ended. When did the season end? Two months ago? How long it ended right? in... So uh, three months ago? The season just ended. Like September, September, October, right? Yeah, right. September. So, it, yeah. you know, it's it's they went to the Eastern Conference Finals a few months ago, you know, so why break up a team? They liked the team they had. You know, they lost who they lost. They made the moves that they had to make. I think Devin Taves was a bad loss, but all the pressure's on this Noah Dobson kid. And it's time for Noah Dobson and Ilya Sorokin to, to jump, in, jump in with the big boys. Let's face it. Is that the t- goaltenders or who is That's, that? Well, Sorokin is this the white whale, the Russian. Wow. They call yeah, him the white whale. He's supposed time. to be great. Okay. We'll so they got good goaltending too. Vasilevsky up and coming? Is he just I don't a, know. Is he, is is he, that, is he that I mean, they, the Islanders have had the rights to him. Broadway, am I right about this? The Islanders have had the rights to him and he wouldn't leave the KHL because basically, I yeah, guess the Islanders that's like, that good. I remember like signing like a deal. The like, gas is too good He over didn't there. want to leave the Russian pros over in the <laughs> KHL. Yeah. They're I probably can't paying him big dough over there, right? I'd stay in the KHL too. Right. So they finally got him over here. But him, and that's a lot of people say that that's why the Islanders didn't sign. A lot of people say, as if I know, Robin Leonard. Gotcha. They brought Varlamov. He's Russian, so Varlamov is like Sor- uh, Sorokin's, you know, mentor. They're Russian roommates, mentor, the whole nine yards. So, right. but you got to figure it's got to be a for fifty six games. You got to figure it's a, whatever 30, 25, yeah. 35, 20. I love I love Varley, but yeah. I, I don't know if you want Varlamov mentoring anybody. I play with that beauty. He's a fucking. I'm well, sure he's he's, he's active. He's a he fucking showed up savvy. in the playoffs. Oh, no, he's good. <laughs> um, boys. Kevin's favorite commissioner. The, he says the best commissioner in sports. Would have been nice to see him handing out those medals. On right. Those. So, so Bettman comes out. I want to get you guys' take on this. Has a presser yesterday for the first time since they uh, announced they were going to play this year. He says the owners are going to lose a billion dollars up, dog. And he said it would have made more sense financially for them to close the doors on hockey. Um, give me your thoughts on it. Do you feel bad for these owners? What do you think? Do you think that's true? Or, or what are your thoughts on that comment? Uh, yeah, I do think it's true. He... <laughs> Unfortunately, I've seen Gary Bettman in numerous situations where some of the stuff he says in the media is is a bargaining tool to the players in, in you know our collective bargaining agreements. Uh, but this is right now you're trying to see, uh, I think everyone come together. I think he knew the players really like uh, bent over to keep this game going and uh, you know to keep the trajectory of hockey in the US uh, where it needs to go. Uh, the guys need to play, and the owners also losing money. And uh, most owners being in these small cap, you know, teams and markets, you know, they're really just putting out a product to to keep the fans entertained, and we need that as fans, even as fucking podcast guys. We need we need this shit to go on. Thank God they played. And uh, 
you know, the the situation and Jimmy, you'll talk about this. We can all talk about it, but it's going to be a crazy year, right? Like we're, we're witnessing Dallas stars in training camp go down with some COVID issues. We're, uh, there's going to be so many things that the NHL will have to adapt to. It could be referees one night showing up to the game, and, and then all of a sudden there's no fucking referee. There's going to be so different. That'd be nice. Yeah. yeah you didn't have to yell at it. You won't have anyone to fucking scream at. All right, boys, at. it's the honor system um, out here tonight. Let's fucking go. So, you know, the NFL, 18 games lost this year due to COVID issues or rescheduled games. Uh, the MLB had 40-plus. So it's, the, you know, we're falling into this category where things are just going to have to play out. Yeah. And right now we did the best they could do to get this puck drop in the middle of January, which we all didn't think was really possible come before Christmas, right? It was like, when are they going to start? So we're all excited for hockey in a couple of days and, uh, uh, shit, you know, I, I, I like what Bettman's doing. If it was a billion dollar loss, then hell guys, go play your, go play your hearts out and let's, uh, let's get her going. Yeah. Broadway, what were your thoughts on those comments from, from the commish? Yeah, I, I was, I was at first, I was kind of trying to figure out like how the hell they're going to lose a billion dollars by not playing. But then when you probably factor in all the travel and all the hotels and whatnot, the money adds up and there's nothing coming back in. Yeah. But I think like it's a, uh, it's huge for the game to continue to play, especially with, I believe the TV deals coming, uh, it's expiring after this season or the Correct. next. This year, so that is, that is huge for the NHL to stay relevant. Taking another year off, that's just going to set them back like it did in 2012. So the NHL had to play. The guys are ready to play. They want to play. And like you said, it's, it's a big hit. But, I mean, the guys that are owning these teams got big dough. Yeah. You know, we're all feeling the squeeze. We've talked about it in here. And I'm, I'm never going to feel too bad for the owners. And I think – I get it. Like, it sucks without the revenue in the, in the buildings with the, the jersey sales and the beers and all that. But you got to play the game. I think, I think they made us save some money short-term if they didn't play up dog. But long-term, if they don't play this hockey season, I think on the back end when things get normal, some of these fans might have said, fuck you, I'm not coming back. So I think it was a good idea. Also, too, you know, you have these some of these smaller market teams, right? So not every team is the Rangers or the Blackhawks, right? And not every owner is Mark Cuban. Yeah. There are, there are some ownership groups that their business has been hit across the board. So not only is their hockey uh, team taking a beating, but their restaurant chain is taking a beating and it's just massive squeeze all around. So, you know, I, I've never been one to want to count people's money. It's easy to say, yeah, I don't feel bad for like a billionaire owner. Of course not. I, do I feel bad for Daryl Katz who owns the Edmonton Oilers? No, the guy's got a gazillion dollars. But <laughs> but business is business. <laughs> nobody wants to lose a billion dollars, bro. No, nobody does. But so I mean, good for them. For good for it. them. But it's it's a tax write off, isn't it? I don't. I don't even know what a tax. <laughs> I don't even know what a tax write off is. Tell us about your tax write off. So <laughs> listen, this real quick. Coffee here is a tax. Little, real quick, I, I this thing about Batman too. Gambling. He he. Years ago, he was fucking against gambling in the NHL. And I saw a comment yesterday that he supports 100% now because it's legal. Now, I think gambling, it's coming to Michigan. It's a huge part of the NHL moving forward, and Batman's behind it, right? It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. It's going to come to our podcast, too, where we're going to start to fucking fire out some sick bets for our fans and have some competitions. But this is uh, this is the way the way of the new world, boys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm telling you, Jimmy, Jimmy betting money line, fucking American versus Canada. Uh, it's where the game's going. It's going to create some added revenue for for, yes, for us. Exactly. And I think that's there to stay. Whether yeah. the jerseys, the advertisements on the helmets and jerseys Ugh. and the divisions being advertised, that is a short-term fix. Yeah, Good money, short-term fix. <laughs> Whatever, it may be a joke if you get fucking Larry Flowers jewelry on your helmet. <laughs> and it, it, it's, it, it could be a laughing stock of, of advertisements. It doesn't look bad on the helmets, right? Dunkin' Donuts. 
Scotia Bank. Brazzers. It starts slow and then it gets worse. As long as it doesn't end up like Europe, I'll be you playing. Well, that's what I'm saying. Could it end up like that? I don't think it could. I could almost guarantee there was something signed saying this is a short term fix. Short term fix. Yeah. But we'll see. But do you think it'll be a short term fix? Like, what if there's tons of money coming in with these? Advertise on the helmet, like the owners are going to love that extra money. The players are going to love that extra money. I, that's the way I look at it. If, if you keep it at the helmet, it's fine. But if you start putting on the pants, I think that's brutal. Yeah, I think I'll be saying I think it may, it may stay on the helmets forever. Well, but if it's, it's not going to go, it's not going to go anymore. If you look that, at the right? Laker jerseys, I hope not. Yeah. if you look at the Laker jerseys, they have like the wish in the yes. corner, whatever. That's about as much as I could personally handle before it starts to. So, yeah, you know, if there was a, a high-end sponsor on, on, on a helmet that stayed and action park media, for example, right. Exactly, right? Action exactly. park media. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, that, that wouldn't bother me on the helmet, but no, the when I fun. watched some of the Euro th- things, I, I would hate to see that happen. That would be a bummer. I mean, when I first went over there and saw my Jersey in Finland, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I, and I was a billboard. I was fucking fat out of shape. I'm like, they're like, Yo, I really got to, I'm like, we can you stick <laughs> three more advertisements. Yeah, yeah, they're like, he's fucking, <laughs> Patches waist. He's weighed fucking 20 pounds. They're like, Obi, give us a jersey. We didn't know you were this big. We're going to throw four more on. I'm like, boys, take a couple off here. I'm a walking billboard. Say what you want about Gary. I mean, I, I guess I, I'm not a huge fan of him, but that's just from lockouts. Updog, you touched on COVID a little bit there. Um, talk about what yeah. you heard from our boy Brian Burke, the good Irishman. Just uh, it has to do with yeah, curfew, yeah, yeah. So. He touched on it. He said, uh, "How do you govern this? Uh, a group of 700 players this year, where you know it's not a bubble. You know they are allowed to be at home and do what they want, but they want to. You know you got to be under, <laughs> you know, strict guidelines, right? Strict guidelines. So he came out and said." Uh, teams need to put in place maybe a buddy system where you got one buddy on the team. Obi, you, Obi, you and Obi, I. You're my buddy. You're my buddy. Your buddy fucks up, you fuck up. If you if your buddy gets suspended or your buddy goes and does something stupid, gets COVID, fucks the whole team up, you're suspended as well. So buddy system, keep everyone accountable. Now, he also went in, and this is where I think he touched on us because missing curfews travel in the fucking airwaves. He said not once has he ever called curfew on any of his teammates in his whole career. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking guys he's had under his under his watch. Not once he said that he's ever called curfew, but he says this needs to be a mandatory thing this year on the road, even at home. So whether that's <laughs> you and your buddy fucking... Like, would I be able to control you bringing broads into the hotel? I, mean, I, mean, I don't know. And this is this is serious. And I, obviously, I want to preface this with saying, <laughs> you know, my brother is a cop. He's a frontline worker. Gotcha. I believe that the frontline workers should obviously get the vaccine. That said, how many? This might be a question for Broadway. Broadway, how many active players are in the NHL? Seven hundred. Seven hundred. Yeah, seven hundred on rosters. Like you're telling me, they can't come up with seven hundred vac. There's millions of them out there. Can they come up with seven hundred vaccines and well, vaccinate there's rumors, everybody? Well, there's rumors the NHL is going to buy their own vaccines. Right. Yeah. So Gary also said yesterday that unless they do that, what you said, he, they're not going to jump in front of just people that need them. But right, they may course. they yeah. may go out and get their own vaccines separately. They should work a deal to get some kind of vaccines. They're not looking for seven thousand. You're looking for let's call it a thousand. Yeah. But there's also players. There's rumors that players would would opt out of taking the vaccine. So how do you handle that situation? Well, if it's they get like, COVID, they can't play. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how you handle that, right? So, so yeah, that's. Just, I wish Ryan Fitzpatrick. Listen, COVID cost the Dolphins. They didn't have their reliever in the bullpen. They, they didn't did have, have Fitzpatrick to come out. He was on the COVID list. That's gonna happen. Yeah, and you would feel. I'll be. I'll be mentioning it. Like it would suck because. 
Hockey players are such good team guys, as we know. And if you brought COVID into the dressing room, that would maybe keep me in my hotel room. Not because yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. scared of COVID. You don't want the fallout to I be I don't want to come right. in and fucking Obi was out mixing it and he brought yep. COVID in the dressing room. And Although they, I may have... would be the first guy. suspect. I may have brought some other stuff in the fucking <laughs> dressing room throughout my career, but COVID wasn't... I would have never told on you back then. Trader, I need a Z-pack. Fuck. Hey, <laughs> Hazy, what did, what did you think about Berkey's comments and, and the buddy system? It could work or what? The buddy system, I think would you'd be able to do it on the road. I think at home, it's going to be too hard. Guys have families. And I, I think like you said, it's going to be, it's going to come down to, it's a unique year and guys got to just totally buy in. Like you said, you don't want to be that guy to show up to the rink and spread COVID throughout the team. I know Boston said there was an article uh, the other day saying Boston's going to do two meetings per day and the goalies are going to be separated because they don't want to have something like what happened to the Broncos and all the quarterbacks have to sit out the game. So the goalie's going to be yeah, different meetings Mac in that way. Fucking Mac Ellis, your four-string goalie. Yeah, so I, I, the buddy system, I mean, it, it makes sense in keeping each other accountable, but I think it's just going to – it's a crazy year. There's already rules I've heard on the road that like you're not allowed to go out for dinner and whatnot. So, yeah. you know, just – it's just going to be – you might have to suck it up for a couple months. You teed us right up to my next but hold, But it, it, it's corny. The but it, Look, yeah, it's, it's, account, it's accountability. It's like a, you said, you don't want to be the guy. It's going to be on everybody. If you're the guy that comes in and hurts your team because you were out yeah. fucking off at a club – that's going to be on you. Dwayne it's Haskins. Not even, you're it's asking, not you're the, asking a bunch of grown men, yeah, professionals, okay, to not, be the buddy system. It's not I mean, even the club, right? College? I can I can give up the club for a 56 game season. Can you though? I don't know if I can. I'm dying to go I'm back prob- to a club. <laughs> I'm probably lying, but what do you do, Uppy? I used to love to go to movies on the road. It was one of my things to do after practice. Go to a movie. These guys can't leave the fucking hotel ups. I mean, there's going to be more guys going on the DL with fucking sore wrists from jerking off all fucking day. There'll be like, a lot what? of coconut oil thrown around that dressing room. Right? I'm telling guys you. might have twisted wristers this year, boys. Yeah, like the, what are they going to do, boys? Like it's 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 hard because you know sometimes it's 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 starting. NHL is a hard league. We know that. If you're losing and you got to sit in your fucking hotel room, in all honesty, up dog, like I feel for these guys. I don't know if, how I would have handled it. Basketball's doing it right now. Football had to do it. Uh, Matty Ryan was was saying the other day, um, <clears throat> telling Loops that, you know, he would go into these games. Like, he flew to L.A. two days before their Sunday match, and he literally could not go and eat with the team. They would just bring them food. They were doing, like, meetings on Skype, and they, they weren't even hanging out together before the match. It's like the whole, the whole world of pro sports right now is in a crazy just situation yeah. where – you can't go to the club. You need to put in systems. There's no in clubs play. also. I, no, I know. Right? Well, but I'm saying if you're, if you're in, club club if you're in Miami. If you're playing the Panthers, you want to slide down to Miami. I know this fucking guy right here would have been sliding down to Miami. I don't care what the right. fucking rules were. <laughs> but no, I, I would have too. I can't chirp you. I would have too. Probably. No, but not even that. Just go into, you fly into Chicago and you want to go see your buddy there. You want to go have dinner with him and his family, which yeah. happens all the time on the road. Or you fly to fucking Edmonton to play the Oilers, and I want to go take my family out for dinner. Yeah, not happening. Or or just go to their house for dinner, not happening. Right. So you're locked in your hotel for you know the 28 games on the road, and it's that's that. We're gonna get that vaccine to the boys. Yeah. So it's just I feel for these guys, and 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 I give them credit. I I don't know if I would have been mentally tough enough. If things are going well, I would have been fine. But if I would have been not been playing well on a losing streak. In and out of the lineup, Broadway, as me and you know, like, how the fuck? I mean, those days what, get lonely. Then not being able to leave, that get even worse. Now, what are you doing? Getting pinned in your hotel room by yourself? That's not a fucking cool look either. Like, you're like, Listen, oh, what'd you do last night? Like, well, that's, that's what they did all uh, bubble time, right? They the just whole got bubble, pinned together. They were just getting drunk in Evan. Playing cards. Listen, they're, yeah. doing the, they're doing this to actors. Emmanuel 
Streaky plays Sloan. She's doing a TV show in Vancouver. They're locked, literally locked yeah, in their hotel no joke. room. Canada's no joke. They're not messing around in Canada. They're not messing around in L.A. No, California's locked down too. So, but Canada was next level. People up there, you know. But, the I, but I'm saying, if you're on a movie, you know, or a movie set, and you you have 200 people, it's, it's it's not that much different. And you're the person that comes in and shuts the set down because you, you know a lot of it is the honor system. Yeah. How about Tom know? Cruise? He wasn't happy. Tom Cruise was not happy. He was that. not happy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was putting in a lot of time and effort, but that's... that's he might have dialed it up a notch. Maybe dialed it up a notch. That was right <laughs> out of Tropic Thunder, by the way. What was it? What, what, his what fucking snapped? blast attack. What was yeah, his was. character in Tropic, Tropic Thunder called? Do you remember it, his name? Well, no, but he was the fucking... Oh, yeah. but by the way, I'd never even thought about that. Yeah, that was that right was out of... That was like the darker version, than the non-comedy <laughs> the version. Yeah. That, was, that character Thunder. was unbelievable in Tropic Thunder. And also, too, let me tell you something. I've, I've been in situations like that when a guy like that is yelling... <laughs> You're, you're just wishing that the floor would open up so you could disappear because you don't want to even be in Tom Cruise's crosshairs when he's in yeah. like that. Forget it. I agree. So you, you fans out there that like to go on Twitter and like to fucking rip these players, maybe cut them some slack this year a bit. Don't get on there and absolutely bury them. Because, About what? I mean, just listen. If they're, if they're playing bad or things aren't going well, it's, it's a tough year for them. That's all I'm saying. I feel oh, for I'm some of these right players. On the milk for actors too. They are going to get on the milk carton. We're going to have the milk carton for sure. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I give these uppy, I give these players a lot of credit. Like, yeah, they're making millions of dollars, but fuck, man. It's, it's not like they're missing anything because we're all locked down, but there's just there's so much stuff that goes through an NHL season that, that's hard to deal with, and now you top, you put COVID on top of that. I feel for some of the players. That's all I'm saying. Our veteran guys, like we said last podcast, we, we feel for these boys. Yeah. You know, fucking Take going, care of them. Yeah, playing for under a million bucks in a season like this. You know, you're 34, 35 years old. You're just trying to, you know, whether you want to win a cup or you just still love the game that much. It's a tough year, so yeah. fucking hats off to these so, guys. So, yeah, good good on the players. Boys, obviously in the States, there's you know there's certain states like Florida and Texas, I believe, that are going to allow 25% capacity. But for the majority, for the first half of the year, boys, there's no fans. And we can joke about it, but when you play in the NHL, one of the greatest things is coming out to MSG and it's fucking locked and loaded. Talk about if we were still playing, and, and I go again, Broadway, if you're, if you're winning, everything's fine, but if you're on a losing team and there's no fans and you're playing back-to-back, um, Broadway, how are these guys going to deal with it? How are you going to find your energy if you're on a losing team to get out there and fucking snap it around? Just pride that you're an NHLer? Well, that's like what you said, though. Like That feeling when you're taking warm-ups, just like buzzing around to Jay-Z in Toronto and just looking at some of the Rockets in the sections, that's, that's like what the National League's all about. Dude. And I think... It's going to be in a huge advantage for the teams or disadvantage for the teams that have those crazy fans because you're used to that packed house and that barn. It's going to be really hard. Like, goalie makes a big save, the crowd goes nuts. I, I don't know. You're going to have to find yourself being accountable. Like you said, it's going to be a big accountability, is like a board that keeps coming up with this year. And you just kind of have to be plugged in at all times to find that energy and find that uh, gel to get the boys going. No shot to two of my ex, <laughs> my ex teams that I played with for a long time, Phoenix and Florida, but kind of got used to playing with no fans you did and i actually i didn't mind it it was the other team that had the issue right yeah. so you know these southern point, belt ups. these southern belt teams maybe you know just going fuck it boys this is like a wednesday game it's just so- all the time <laughs> that's um, so true but you know at the same the same thing applies to like teams now try to invest in making the experience for the players while they're on the ice with no fans make it good like edmonton did a good job but they you know that that was a bubbled situation they put the they put like the you know the sheet over all the all the seats, kind of made it look aesthetically nice. 
Um, like Vegas, for example. Vegas's live entertainment at their games was by next far level. the best, the next level, by oh, far the best thing ever. Now, I think they can take it to the to the top again, whether they do hologram fans in the crowd and like have wow. cheering and chanting. Like you would just expect these guys to go above and beyond with the technology now that you have with the cameras and everything in these in these new rinks. Um, I, I hope it looks pleasing for the game on TV as much as it is for the players on the ice, because that's just as important. Well, well, from a te- from a technical standpoint, camera camera angles and hockey just coincidentally, I feel works for no fans. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe if yeah. you're in the building, I don't know what it's like, but what, but it's the least jarring. Like the NBA, I don't know, man, it's really hard to watch because of the, the perspective of the cameras where, where I, it doesn't, like baseball, it bothered me. NBA, it bothers me. In the NHL, just by the nature of the camera setups, I think it's I think it's the the best of the best of the bunch. Truthfully. I would agree with that. Yeah, like that World Junior game, you didn't even yeah. notice there was no fans. You're still excited about the game. Yeah, Alpi, that's a great point by you. It does only affect when we were still playing the teams that that go in there. Like when I was in Vancouver and we would go play Arizona, granted some Canucks fans would go, but better example is if we went to Florida, we would go there, there'd be no fans, Carolina, no fans, Columbus, no fans. And we're like coming out, we're like, this is fucking Boy. brutal. Cause we're used to, you know, being yeah, hyped yeah. up. So maybe I'm playing too much into it. That's a great point by you. Once there's no fans for anyone, it won't really make a difference. Right. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It. Let's just go. Let's just go. go snap get it around. Those two points. Plus these guys are pros. Yeah. And yeah. listen, I'm, I'm, I'm half glass full kind of guy. I'm hoping that the second half of the season, we're sitting in the studio and there's fans in the building. I really think there's going to be fans in the building come that time and for playoffs and cons. I believe I will be at the Nassau Coliseum for a playoff I, game this yeah, year. I mean, when these division games, we're going to dive into the divisions here in a little bit, but when these division games down the stretch, and Hazy, your brother mentioned it last week, and it really opened my eyes on this. These points are going to mean so much. The Islanders are going to be playing the Every Rangers. game means a lot. Philly's going to be playing Pitt. It could be exciting, Kev, for fans near the end of the stretch. These, these divisions up, you could be sick. Yeah, totally. I, anytime you you face off against your rivals, like this Sid of Etchkin, yeah. uh, you know, Patrice Bergeron and fucking Barzal now, whatever it is, it's going to be, it, there's a lot of fucking fire under, under these, you know, under these guys' feet. And it's the Canadian division, like you said, alone. Conley, you're going to touch on this right now, but one of those Canadian teams is going to make it in the semifinals this year, and that is fucking exciting for, for there Canada. There will be a Canadian team in the that's final awesome. four. Fuck, that's, that's the only way we could do it up there. We need to fucking... We need to, <laughs> hey, we're we taking our own division. We a couple things. We want our own division, and we're fucking getting in the conference finals, all right? Because it's been fucking forever. But um, I just hope there's fans in there. Like you said, cons are pros, so... It's just, it's great hockey's going on, but I'd like to go to a fucking game maybe with the missing curfew crew here. You know, I don't know. It'd be nice. Oh, I would love that. Go to St. Louis. Yeah. Fucking right we are. We are. Kings game. Lake Tahoe up in Lake Tahoe, boys. Oh, yeah. If I get the vaccine, I'll be there. The missing curfew crew, Broadway, we will be in Tahoe. Our boy Vinny Smith. Oh, damn right. Do I get to get uh, some ski outfits out there? We going skiing? One piece is, bud. I don't know if we'll we'll hit the slopes. Why? We'll we'll get the slopes. slopes. Uh, We'll get the content in the bag, and then maybe we'll just have a good time. Broadway, you may have to fall off the wagon that weekend. (laughs) Keep it going, Broadway. Keep it going. Don't listen to these guys. We bring these fella t-shirts right up to the top of that mountain and And fucking fly down as fast as we can. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Conley's a good skier, by the way. You guys Remember know that? Remember me, you, and Harv on the, on Con- the slopes. Cons, you were a good skier. At one point, I think Harv was in one on, on the side, and Cons just came buzzing by me. I'm like, fuck, he can fly. Good skier, Cons. I'm going skiing this weekend, boys. You're going this weekend? Yeah, first nice. time since eighth grade. Where do you ski there? Take our slow. I'm going slow. up to Vermont. Adirondacks. 
Vermont. Yeah, Vermont, like I think it's called Jay's Peak. Or, or like Killington. Yeah. Go to Killington or one of those oh, Vermont Killington would be sick. Things. Sounds icy, Is bro. Sounds icy. Is it no, going to be icy? No, no, powder. Yeah, I, need, fresh powder. I need to get caught. I, hey, I need to get caught up with some like skier lingo. I, all I know is like the fresh pow. It's like in that entourage scene. Who likes ice? Men e men. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, we got a 56-game season. I'm just curious what the Missing Curfew crew thinks here. How many points up dog you think will win it? And who do you got winning the fucking Art Ross this year with most points? 56 matches. I love, uh, my, I love Nathan McKinnon, boys, to clean up the hardware this year. I think what he did in the playoffs last year is a proven. I don't care if there's fans in the building. I don't care if I'm playing against the best teams. I'm at the most elite dynamic player the nhl has to offer right now i got wow. mckinnon scoring 89 points this year so call it what it is i think it might even go over that it might be in the 90s but wow but that'd be sick wow. he's gonna i love that kid and he's, he's gonna push player. you know what he's gonna push 40 45 goals easy and uh the colorado avalanche are gonna fuck they're good year. they're gonna fuck for sure yeah, in, the, mile, in the mile high city there's gonna be some fucking broadway they, they who you look got? good I'm going with uh, the American Austin Matthews. I think this kid has got one of the best shots, if not the best shot in the NHL. And playing with Marner and uh, Jumbo Joe right now, there's going to be a lot of pucks finding his sticks. I think he can put up 45 goals, 40 assists in that 85-point category. I agree. I think it's going to take about 85 points to win that award. See Broadway, that's why me and you we we could be fucking co GMs together, right? We could because we could we would drink on the bird, we get pinned <laughs> on the front of the bird, and we're on the same wavelength. I got Austin Matthews, up dog. You touched on it. He had all the boys out, McDavid out there, a bunch of other guys. Kevin Hayes told us skating out there. Uh, they brought in veteran guys there. I'm gonna say it again, veteran guys, up dog that are gonna take some of the heat off them. And it's and, and for me, I got him scoring 80 points. And it's Mitch Marner. If Mitch Marner can have a fucking another Mitch Marner year when he had 90-some points, they have chemistry. Let's see how long Jumbo stays on the left side. I think Austin Matthews is going to have an unbelievable year, and I got him win the Art Ross, too. It just depends on how many apples he can get because up dog, you, he just loves shooting the puck. He never wants to dish it. That's, yeah. that's not a bad thing, though, right? No, 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 no. A guy like that, boys, his videos this year, him just dangling around the, the ice den is what they call it, and that's where we used to practice in Scottsdale. He's out there, boys, just fucking snip like just oh. short side titty far side titty it was <laughs> how just how much fun is that yeah it I looks know. I never, so like, i don't know i never did it i, I fucking play with I your know. head up i don't know either i just want to know how well much boys his is. shot is it, most dynamic decisive shot in the nhl right now is austin matthews whether it's from uh the one-time side or he gets those pucks cross ice for marner on that on like a half wall and he pulls it tight to his feet and fucking roofs it those the That's the new, boy, the new world of shooting is Austin Matthews. Broad, and bro, yeah, I he's agree. He's going to score some fucking goals. I agree, Updog. His release is nasty. Broadway, wait, give yourself some love here. Our boy on Missing Curfew Clips, let's talk about the, the no-look disher pass to fucking Patty Kane. First of all, how the fuck did you get <laughs> that? Was Don, the bullet. That was a Don Cherry fucking How the fuck did you get on that line? Or and what what that was a sick dish. I think the score had to play a little bit of a role in, on me getting on that line. Oh, a little mop-up uh, duty. Yeah, I might have been getting a little extra minutes there. Uh, that's playing nice. Detroit. That's nice. But I, that's when hockey was the best. You know, coming to the league and full of confidence, young, making plays, and then when your minutes start going down, the stick gets a little tighter, <laughs> off the glass a little more. But yeah, that was bully. Bully was fun to play with. He was. Oh, he it was bully. Yeah, it was good, the bully. That's right. My bad, bully. But he puts himself in good spots and playing with Kane or like that guy. You get points by mistake playing with that guy, but. 
That's a, that was a fun line. Take the minus, kid. Take the minus, Take the, take kid. the minus, kid. <laughs> and, and the headshots came out, and I love Matthews, but did you see Austin Matthews' headshot from this year? And I'm, I, maybe I shouldn't chirp about hair because mine is not perfect, but that hairline, bro, he's got to maybe do something about it is early. Is he going up to, style? It's, it's getting up there a bit for how yeah. young he is. That's something he might want to look into, but I mean, that's just that's just from an outside. As long as he keeps that stash. He's got the stash. He's got Who the does st- Broadway have winning the Art Ross? Broadway's got, uh, uh, you got Matthews winning the Art Ross too, Broadway, or who do you got? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's I got Austin Matthews. Yeah, we both got Austin Matthews. Who are you liking over there? I, I I can't believe that you guys are sleeping on the beast. I think Connor McDavid runs away with it, and and the other guy that I'm just gonna say, I'm Connor McDavid without question is my call. But um, the other guy that you just you, you can't sleep on, I, I I think you're gonna, and it's tough for me. I think you're gonna see a big one from from Ovi. I think a big Ovechkin is gonna have a year. See, I'm just you guys. Are, you guys are. I think you guys need to fix your answers there because you guys are more Mar- Maurice Richard trophy for these goal scorers. I don't no, know I if Austin Connor Matthews McDavid. puts up his – no, Cons, you're right. No, no, I'm, no, I'm not no. talking about you. I'm talking about you boys. Like, Matthews, is he going to be dishing? Because you can't just – the goals count more than I, assists, I especially – but but this trophy is given to the guy that collects the most second Connor and second drives idle. And Connor I said, and I said Uppy, the, yeah. the only way I think he's going to do it is if, Mitch, if he starts. is if Mitch Marner has a fucking unbelievable year. Marner's yeah. got to match him with points. If Marner takes that next step or has yeah. a year like he did, 90-some points, I think Matthews can win the R. Ross. I mean, fuck, McDavid and Dreisaitl, they're the favorites okay. to win the fucking thing. They're the favorite. Right? That's why you can't you know the favorite. I'm not going out on McDa- a limb here. McDavid just goes and has like four or five six-point nights in these in these fucking the, – the way the world's going with these games, right? And, yeah, and it's crazy. Listen, we're if, gonna he, get, if Matthews can keep up to that, then he has a it's chance. It's going to be hard. It's yeah. going to be hard. And listen, oh. I'm going to give a shout-out. Keep your eye on Tyson Berry this year in Edmonton. He's going to be joining the play – McDavid, blue line holds up, back to Bears. Tyson Berry, our boy up dog, going to have a yeah, big yeah. year. Big year. I like him. We uh, love him, actually. I think he's going to be great for them. And I, I think Ovechkin wins the, wins the Rocket. I go. do. I think you he's going to drop a 40-pack. He, do, he wins the Rocket this year, what boys. About, he's catching Gretzky. What about Patrick Liney? He, he's going to be in the mix for the Rocket, Richard. You heard it here. For- uh, he's too streaky for me. He scores by 56 games. Like He went 20 games that one year without a goal. If he does that... See you later. How many games? I mean, I went 108. I went 50, but hey, I went 108 <laughs> without one. It could happen to anyone for fuck's sakes, bro. Yeah, hey, man, these- Jimmy, how long did you go looking for that 20th goal the one year in fucking Florida? You hit the post like four times down the stretch. It was, was like, like the 14 last games? Five, five, five to seven games. I was ah. so Broadway, Broadway, you're coming in here like I you're can't wait. The I can't wait. Fucking 20. I wanted, I'm getting all 20. I wanted, all I wanted to do was shake. Uh, UC Jokinen's hand, give him, tell him, look me in the eye and say, welcome to 20 Gold Club. And I just fucking never got the invite. <laughs> Missed it. <laughs> oh, that's not even funny. We should joke about it because you were uh, on. No, it was tough. It only, it's only like cost me like 300,000 bucks too. Not no big deal. Boys, Did it really? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, 20 is yeah, like. 20 goals. And you could just say you're a 20 goal scorer. That's, that's. Not that I was ever even remotely close, but that's something that as a forward, I'm sure, right? Up you scored 20. Oh, right? I, I wanted it so yeah. bad. I'm, it's like, I got cut did it myself. I missed three empty nets, legit empty nets. Missed them. Fucking bad ice in Florida. And the puck bounced on you. So yeah, it must too, have been a fucking bad. It's too nice out. <laughs> yeah, you're spending too much time at Uppy's house. That's why you fucking. Yeah, that's why the pool, that's the Coronas. That's why you didn't out get out of the playoffs. That's all right. You, you, did, you, you got on good. the first team ballot uh, <laughs> off ice Hall of Fame that year, though, bud. You're good, boys. Let's fucking let's dive into these divisions, and I want to start out east. I think this division, Broadway, let's start with you because you're our East Coast guy. I think this division 
is fucking insane. I think if fans get back in the building near the end of the year, I think the buildings, even with 25% fans, Philly, Pitt, Long Island Rangers, this division, I feel bad for the fucking, our boy Eichel and Buffalo, I think. But Broadway, touch on the East Division. Give us your, your top four teams. Just what do you think overall? Uh, this, I mean, this is going to come obvious. I mean, you guys are going to sit there, oh, your brother, your no, brother. No, no, no. I, I actually think the Philadelphia Flyers are the best team in the East. I think oh, that's because uh, your brother plays. No, well, for they're them. definitely that, that helps. That helps. <laughs> but everyone, everyone God. gives everyone gives the Flyers uh, like they're like, oh, they didn't go out and get anybody, but they got Nolan Patrick coming back if healthy. That's a number two overall pick. Yeah. Oscar Lindbaum coming back as well. Those are guys that you don't need to go out in free agency. You have them right there, and I think you got Carter Hart, who's going to be the next up and coming. Goalie in this league, I've, I've had him win in the Vesna. He has a big year. The Flyers have. He's a big got a year. lot of confidence, huh, Broadway? Let, let's. He sure does. You see that quote? He yeah. wants to be the best. Something about being yeah. the best player. I like that. I'm not what about that. what about these aging fucking veterans and uh, Claude Giroux, Voracek, these guys? Yeah. What a, a JVR? This guy can't fucking. Skate How old anymore. is Giroux? I don't know, but he's played a lot of hockey. It's a good question. Are you concerned, Broadway and Philly, with these veteran guys at all? Well, I think the thing with the veteran players in Philly. I think with having Voracek and Giroux struggling a little bit in the bubble, I'm hoping that motivated them a lot this year to come back and prove a point. Because for the Flyers to be good, those two guys need to be at the top of their game. But then, I mean, this like the East is just loaded. And then you go, you go on to Boston as a team, I think, is always deadly. I mean, losing Tory Krug, there's lots of rumors that that's a lot of offense is going to hurt a lot of guys like Pasternak, specifically on the power play. But, uh, you know, this kid, Grizzlick, needs to step up. If he has a big year, the Bruins will be good again. And then, cons, I do like your New York Islanders. I thought they weren't going to be that good. But they got Barry Trotz. They still have a very steady lineup. They got Barzell, Anders Lee. And then that fourth line is a line that I think is unbelievable. And you need this kid, Pulak, to have a big year. And my fourth team I got sneaking in is Washington. Washington Capitals are going to be in there. They're deep. They got that young prospect goalie. Losing Lundqvist, that stinks, but hey, see what happens. Uh, Washington's tough to sleep on, man. Uh, yeah. You still got the beast. The beast can, if he, if he, I don't know, man. I have a weird feeling he's going to have a year. Okay, I got, I'll go up and then we'll get into your East Division. I got Washington winning the division. Islander, uh, Islanders second. Boston Bruins third. And in the state of Pennsylvania, I got fucking Philly making it. I got Sid the Kid on the outside looking. And I think for the first wow. time... I know. I can't believe I'm going against Sid. No disrespect. I know you're, you're just not listening, but no disrespect. I just think for it's finally going to catch up to Pittsburgh with their depth. I don't think they have enough depth up front. I think the 56 games, it's going to be too much to lean on Sid and, and, and Malk and all, you know, the whole 56. Who knows if they both stay healthy? I got Pittsburgh on the outside looking in up, dog. What, are your, what do you think on that? You think I might have a chance on that? You, how, do you like Pitt? You think their windows may be closed? I like all you guys, what, what Jimmy said especially. Uh, those four teams are getting in, uh, but Pittsburgh, let's just talk about him. Like Sidney Crosby, he's older, but he still has something to prove. His greatness is still going to tough to beat, come out. Him. And if Malkin and Sid stay together this year and Latang stays healthy and they get good goaltending, you cannot count out Pittsburgh for the way their leadership is, uh, the history in their dressing room of winning, uh, the disappointment last year. They're going to come back and give one of these teams a run. But there is no question that this East division is by far the toughest division to get in the playoffs. 
only four teams out of this. So you're, you're either taking out the Rangers. The Rangers are going to be better. I, I just or the Islanders. They're, they're, they're all a sleeper right there. team. I just they're they're all, right I just all wrote right that there. down up. The Rangers are fucking better. They're, they're really good. Now, because we're talking about it, the disappointment this year. I, I don't even know if the Devils are going to win. Like the Devils are going to be the worst games, team in the ten fucking games. Way. The Devils are going to. Our boy Eichel. Suck Cousins, the GM there, boys. Hey, hey, su- back off. My a, listen, I, don't I know. Care who's, I don't off. care. Hey, Frosty's the fucking trainer there. We love Frosty. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. The Jersey Devils are in one. And the Buffalo well, Sabres. Crawford, like I have nuts. I have Jack Eichel fucking pushing I, for the scoring title this year. Wow. I do. You I think, think he's going to be a one-man army. What about Taylor Hall? You think he uh, Taylor Hall might have a disappointing year, but Jack Eichel is going to carry that okay. whole team. I have a question for I ask this question to Cooley. Does Taylor Hall finish the year a Buffalo Sabre? Yes, he does. I say he doesn't. Yeah. Broadway, does Taylor Hall finish the year a Buffalo Sabre? I say no because I don't see them making the playoffs, so they're going to trade him because depending upon the year, if he's having a big year, they obviously know he's going to just go test free agency again. And so be, it depends I, on where I, they are. I, I, I think they're no. going to push. The Sabres are going to push. They, they very well could. But it, they'll probably die off eventually, but I they'll mean, push. Yeah, I, I, listen, a lot of people think that, Oppie. A lot of people think that, and, and I just think the East Division is ridiculous. That doesn't help them. I'm, I Listen, I think Taylor Hall's a nice enough guy. I don't think he makes people better around him. I, I don't is know. Is this because he said that? Stuff well, about he said I'm Lupo? a fucking cancer in the room or something. No, I don't know what he said. But anyways, <laughs> I just think I love Ike's. When's I, the trade deadline? Uh, That's a good question. April 1st. Uh, fucking April 1st. So by, by April 1st, how many games would there be left? So 56 games. There 20 games left? 15 maybe? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. There's going to be teams like the Devils will be out of it within the first 15, The Devils are out games. of it now. But out of it now. the Sabres are going to hold on. And, and that's going to be a tough decision to make. Buffalo is hungry for a playoff berth, so they're not going to get rid of just guys. I, I, I would think, like to I say, think. I'd like to say one thing about Pittsburgh and, and stop me if I'm wrong. Am I wrong? Is it, is Malkin one of those guys who like plays when he wants to play? Does he take, take time off? If Malkin shows up to play, if Malkin and Sid are on the same page and Malkin is Malkin and Crosby is Crosby and Latang is Latang, I wouldn't write them off altogether. They, you have to, and I can't believe I'm saying this, even the Rangers, I, I think we just have to see what happens because the Rangers are good and, and Pittsburgh still has Sidney Crosby, man. Sid the kid. Listen, I, I, the, the division, I, I can't believe I'm, I'm, I'm betting against Sid. It, might, it, probably, it may, may come back to Crosby. I will tell you the one thing about Malkin throughout my career. We were with the Avalanche. We were having a great year. We go in the first period. We're, we're winning 2 nothing after the first period. We're like fucking in the room. We're like, this is great, boys. We're going to come in here and beat these fucking guys. It's going to be a statement game for us. We come over the second. My buddy Disco Dan Balsma, I, I just cut out of the corner of my eye. He's saying something to Melkin. Uh, after the game, I asked him what he said. He didn't tell me. But whatever he fucking said to him, he came out and literally, I think Crosby was hurt. He literally took this game over. They beat us 5-2. Like he just right. once he turned it on, right. it didn't matter who you had Atlantis it cog on him. It didn't like fucking matter. It when seems he, like he takes time off or he gets moody and doesn't play. But when he's in, he's in. He's always played his best hockey when Sid's been out too, yeah. which is weird. Yeah, but, but I think they're point. both at a they're they're at a crossroads, boys, and they're older. They're and they cool. they ha- there's a taste in their mouth of being like, okay, you get three cups, four you fuck. If you get <laughs> if you get four, you're absolutely statement made, right? I don't know. No, like, you're fucking guys get into you're the fuck four. Three, but for I four, mean, you're definitely fine. You, yeah, absolutely. The so passion listen, in your face right now has got me fired up. I'm serious. Yeah. These right guys, <laughs> keep them healthy. You just can't bet against them. That's a lot of hockey. Everyone everybody. who knows Evgeny Malkin too and has stories about that guy say he's unbelievable. So, and maybe with a short season, you know, I don't they think get that helps going. them for some reason. Cons. I don't know why. I think they're gonna. 
because of their depth up front, their third and fourth line, I think Sid and Malkin are going to play so much just to get in the dance. It's going to be interesting to see what the long layoff does to guys like Crosby, Getzlaff, and some of these older Hall of Famers. We'll see. I had Dally on NHL Network. I guess Getzy's flying. Getzy feels good. Getzy had a new workout regimen, I guess, that he told <laughs> fucking Dally Wacker about. So if we ever get him back, I'll have to ask him. What was it? Bailey's and He's coffee? He's on the rubber band. Bailey's and coffee? 18 <laughs> holes of golf? <laughs> He's on the rubber band. Uppy, what's your top four in the East before I move on? Who you got making the playoffs in the East? Uh, I touched on him. I think the same as Jimmy, but Flyers, Bruins, and then I think uh, the Islanders... So we got the same in Philly. But but yes, it, did I, I said Flyers, right? Right off the yeah, top. Yeah, so you yeah. got Washington, but Islanders, listen. Boston, and Philly. Yes, and okay. then Pitt is right there. So we all got the same on that, boys. We'll see. That, that's- I, I got the Islanders, Boston, Washington, Philly, and Pittsburgh right on the bubble. See, it's going to be fucking great to watch. Cons, you're in for a great division, We're bro. These down, I mean, right? you're, oh, I got him. Cons, as a fucking Islanders fan, to watch, you're going to be every game. You're going to like this season a lot, buddy. Yeah, and also too, the thing about the fifty. I, I, listen, obviously, as a as a fan, you love back to backs. I don't have to go out there and do anything. <laughs> yeah, I just got to roll over and change the channel, right? I mean, but there's going to be a lot. Of, it's going to be fast and furious, and yeah, like every game. I mean, the 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 animosity that already exists, but that will build up between the Islanders and Rangers over eight over eight games is going to be epic. Yeah, and I hope there's some fans near the end in the playoffs because it'll be fucking unbelievable. Updog, the old central division here this year. Who do you got? Um, I'm going to go on a limb and say this is probably the weakest division. This uh, is the blender division. Blender they just div- threw a bunch of teams in hurt. there and just yeah. said, fuck, division. these guys are battling it out. <laughs> <central>. the <blender laughs> division. Who's in the blender division? I got it right here. Stand by. Lightning, Hurricanes, Predators, Jackets, Blackhawks, Stars, Wings, and the Florida Panthers. So I mean, it's the Florida it's, could be it's better. The division from all over. Yeah. yeah. Um, who you got? I'll be making that playoffs. Who, give us who you got. Lightning to come out of there by a demanding, a demanding um, whatever lead. Good call. Uh, and then I got the Nashville Predators. Whoa, Brad Richardson. I have the <laughs> Columbus Blue Jackets and the Carolina Hurricanes. Wow. Okay. I, I, wow. Nashville. Okay. Highly <laughs> left off this list is the. Dallas Stars, who made it to the Stanley Cup Finals, but right. I just—it's just there. Why is that? The, the start, the the start of this, in? the start of this season, they got COVID. Uh, they made it to the finals last year. Sagan had hip surgery. Uh, they're getting older, bitter taste in their mouth, but I just don't know if they're going to get there. They got our boy Godobin's going to be probably playing in that for him again. <laughs> I'm not going home. <laughs> he is. He Bishop, is. Uh, Bishop's listen, hurt. Bishop's hurt still. That Shocker. That's going to affect them. I'm sure Godobin went, went home with that new deal this year I, and just hey, absolutely listen, got I just saw pinned fucking, in Russia. I guarantee Dober got pinned. I saw him doing some Russian podcast over there and fucking the mother <laughs> Russia. I don't know what the fuck that guy was doing, but he's a beauty. Uppy, listen. You're not the only guy saying that about the Stars Broadway. There's there's a lot of people in the hockey world that are saying Dallas is older. They went to the finals. Can you see this Broadway? You got any 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 reason for concern in Big D besides COVID and, and the ice girls distracting the boys? <laughs> I mean, I, I like Dallas. I have Dallas in the playoffs with my team. They got that young kid, Hens, who's supposed to he's supposed to fill in for Sagan. And then Rope. I think Jamie Ben, Jamie Ben, how pissed he was at the end of the season, a motivated Jamie Ben is uh is uh, it's a dangerous, dangerous player. I like but him. I like Tampa. I think everybody loves Tampa. I mean, having no Kucherov is going to hurt, but they're just so Stammer's, loaded up front. Stammer's buzzing, I guess. Stammer's, Stammer's buzzing. back. Like, they're, they're just loaded. And No then, hangover, though? No Stanley Cup So hangover? listen, that Blake, Como, Blake Coleman so. kid came on and told me they're fucking just as hungry because they got to enjoy the cup. The thing in Tampa was great. 
Obviously, we saw them buzzing around the, in the harbor and fucking jet skis, but they didn't get their day with the cup. They didn't get to bring yeah, it back to fucking Fort McMurray, totally. to fucking Dorchester, wherever. But you know what I mean? Like yeah, they didn't God's get God's country. They didn't get to do it. So, Cons, that was my question. I asked him, "Are they just as hungry and as stammer flying?" He said, "Yes to both." So it'll be interesting to see. I got Tampa, Carolina. Dallas, Columbus. I mean, it's just that's kind of a boring division in general. But Tampa, no, up you. No, no, the other, I got, I got Florida as my fourth team oh, in boy, there. Richie. Florida, I got them sneaking in. You got Florida. Florida's going to be better. Why, why do you think that, Broadway? Great, great point. I just think that. I mean, I got to figure out how injured the goalie is right now. They said it's undisclosed, but he needs to have a bounce back here. And then I think the All Stars in Yandel, Barkoff, and Huberto, and they added, they added Hornquist and Duclair. And then having Joel Quinville as your coach. He's a great coach. He's a winner. I think he's going to get those guys ready to go. Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling for Florida. Shout out to my boy, Mackenzie Weger. Uh, I met Weegsy when I was playing in, in San Antonio. Just signed a nice three-year ticket. So Weegsy, he listens to the pod. He wants to come on. You're not coming here, but whatever you do, you're buying me fucking dinner, kid, because I took care of you in San Antonio all the, the time, you fucker. But congratulations to him. <laughs> I think Florida Hazy could scare some people. Updog, I hope Nashville's good. Our boy Richardson's there. I hope they're good. I just... I think they missed their window, no? Or I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Nashville, who knows with them? They could get her going. When did they fire Lavi? Last year. So, fuck. Yeah. It's a new page. It's a, it's time. I, I say new page. David Poyle's been there for fucking 27 years. But it's it, it's time Nashville, you know, makes another <laughs> statement. Pekka is still a goalie that can fucking carry their team. Roman Yossi's coming off a fucking career year. Yeah. Added pieces. Yeah, they just picked Goal up. Tending. They got that Russian goalie that played in the World Juniors. Is he is he coming over hazy or is he still in the KHL? I, I can't say his name. Like the, the left hand. I think attendee. he's. I think he's still in the KHL. I think their two goalies are uh, Pekka. Rene and then um, what, I can't. What's the kid's last name? I think he's a Finnish kid as well. Sazos or something. Yes, yeah, yeah, he's good. Little so. fucker. He's good. Yeah. So yeah. The, I mean, listen, fuck. They were in the Stanley Cup Finals what four years ago. They could bounce back, but let's uh, let's move out west, boys. I'll, I'll start off here. This division. This is a fun one. This is a fun one. I got fucking Ryan O'Reilly, new captain of the St. Louis Blues, winning the division. Colorado are is an absolute fucking unbelievable squad. I can't wait to watch them play. And then up dog, I got Vegas and my last team where we're, we may differ here. And I, I'm not a fan of the way they play. I used to like playing in their building, but is Minnesota. I think Minnie gets in. Ooh, yeah. Billy Garen. Billy yeah, Garen put Billy a playoff Garin. team together. St. Louis, Colorado, Minnie, Vegas, up dog. What do you think in the West Division? I got the Avalanche. This is just a. I love the top three teams here to, to make it to the yeah. finals. I really do. The Avalanche, Golden Knights, Blues. Big, yep. strong, veteran teams, good goaltending. Avalanche, that might be an issue. Maybe. I know. But they Fuck. are fucking elite. And they got knocked off last year in, in not good fashion. They are going to be ready to rock. Um, and then I put the Anaheim Ducks in here. The I'm Ducks, my boy Shaddy. They're a sleeper got, team listen, for me. We got a couple guys on the pod this year that really got our got our listeners going. Got a lot of love from them. Ryan Getzloff, Kevin Shattenkirk, make a statement. Bring the fucking playoffs to Anaheim. Let's be at Big Canyon, fucking teeing it up, watching the boys in the playoffs. I but, would uh, love nothing more than that. that I hope you're right. Those are my four. I hope so. Ducks, come on, get to get the boys. Shaddy, get the boys going. Broadway, what do you got out west? I got those same three, the Colorado, St. Louis, Vegas, and then my fourth team is uh, I got Arizona in there. Okay. I think they're, they're a team that really? had that deadly PK last year. I mean, if they can, if they get both their goalies to stay healthy, they had two solid goalies last year in um, Antti Ranta and uh, who's the other kid? 
the starter there. Oh fuck! Um, he got traded from LA. Yeah, he's Kemper. 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 Oh, toss me a Canada there, would you, buddy? And I think that Connor Garland is ready to take a huge step with Taylor Hall leaving. I think he's going to go up in that top line and try to produce and become an elite player in this league. Okay, let's go. Let's a little audible here for the boys. Let's go. Who's going to be shit? Okay, I'm going to go <laughs> Buffalo shit, Jersey shit, Arizona shit, LA shit, Ooh, San no Jose, way. San Jose shit. And last but not least, I think Winnipeg's not going to be very. Who, who's going to be awful? Who do you think is going to be awful, Broadway? Out of any division, who's going to be awful? The awful team is Detroit. I think Detroit's Detroit. going to be brutal. They are awful. Um, <laughs> I had I have confidence in Buffalo, but I just I, I don't know. They just always they scare me here. But they're not going to be awful. Chicago is going to be awful. I love Bill Brookbank, but Chicago might be. In you one. just yeah, you just that's a team you just took out of my mouth right there. Chicago Blackhawks, I think, are going to struggle this year. I don't know how long they're going to have no Taves. That organization went from being a dynasty to down the gutter real Ever quick. since they traded Well, that's what happens, though. But that's what happens. I mean, come on, man. Three cups. Like, you, eventually you have to rebuild, which is the yeah. same thing about the Red Wings. Like, cry me a river for the Red Wings. They made the yeah, playoffs I don't 20 feel, years I don't in a feel row. bad like, for the Red Wings at all. It's time to rebuild. It's time for other teams to... to yeah. Be good, you know, my boy so. Cramper's a Red Wings fan, and I, I, I actually I love Stevie Y, but I enjoyed the Red Wings being how bad, how bad they were last year. I just hate to see, you know, like we said, like regardless, Sid's going to compete. I, I hate to see a guy as good as Patrick Kane. I mean, Patrick Kane is like just one of my favorite players ever, and, and, yeah, and just to too. watch him, I hate to see him waste away his last few years. Obviously, you want to see him retire a Blackhawk, but maybe I don't know. Do, 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 is there a world where like maybe they get rid of him at the deadline and, and ship him to a contender for how long? How old is he? What? What, Broadway, what, what do you think about Patrick Kane? What's his, what's the deal with him? Patrick Kane, he's he's thirty two years old, but I, I I think he's I think the world of him. He's one right. of the top 10 players in the league, but I, I don't think you get rid of him Cause I think he's going to be a black Hawk. And I think they're just, they're a couple pieces away. They still have those older guys. They got some young guys in the system, but if they can go out and find an elite goalie. Who knows? That changes your whole dynamic right there. Right. Like what can they do? Is it, can they put something together this year? I mean, are they definitely not even in the, I don't, I mean, I don't know. Are they not even in the discussion? <sighs> Fuck. I love Sheldon Brookman. He's a coach there. I think Taves being out hurt some, I thought they made some strides yeah. last year. I mean, they played pretty good in the, in the return to play, right? They beat out the Oilers, I believe. Uppy's pick. Yep. Uppy, who's going to be the worst team? Who's the worst two teams? Jersey? Ottawa Senators. Senators. Terrible. Oh, wow. Really? Senators. They got that kid, don't they? Uh, yeah. Stutzel. Stutzel. And he's going to be, he's going to be sick. He's nasty. He's, my, he's one of my leaders for, for the Calder, if we want to touch on that. But We're anyway, last place teams, yeah. Senators, Wings. San Devils, Jose. Devils. San Jose is going to be shit too, I think. San Devils. Jose looks brutal. Devils. Okay, a little audible there for the boys. Way to fucking make a play under pressure, boys. I threw a little curveball at you. Last but not least, the North Division, boys. This is a division. I, I Fuck, I don't know, man. I mean, you know, on paper, Toronto looks like the best team. You got McDavid. This is a division that I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of defense played. I mean, that's why I think <laughs> Matt, there's going to be some fucking track meets. If the ice is good in fucking Canada, it's going to be going north-south. Updog, what do you think of the North Division? Who's your four teams? I think it's wide open up there. It is. You're going to take the Maple Leafs just because of their uh, just because of their history. They got good goaltending. If Freddie Anderson can play the way he uh, uh, the way he's played the last few years, he's had some ups and downs, but elite goaltending will keep the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, running away with this with this division, I think um, the Vancouver Canucks, Greener. led by our boy Greener, with uh, some uh, younger players getting a, a year experience. Whether that's Hughes on the back end, Pedersen, Bo Horvat last year in the playoffs was a beast. 
playoff bowl. Call it, call it what he is. He's a great leader, and he's uh, he's bringing that team together. And then the Edmonton Oilers are getting in, boys. And I would love to see uh, Montreal or the. Let me actually let me change that. Wow, I, I had them both written down. Jakob Markstrom to the Flames. So we'll who, get the Flames in the playoffs. So who do you got? You got? I got the Flames in the fourth. <laughs> okay. So I got the you Leafs. Said I got the Leafs. Teams, I said fuck <laughs> off. I said the Leafs, Canucks, Oilers, and the Calgary okay. fucking Flames. Okay, I have a nice. question for the Canadian fellas. Sure. So because because of the fact that it's going to be so tight, does it change the dynamic? Right, it, I feel like maybe it opens it up a little bit more, and who knows? Maybe it is Montreal. I, I don't know. I think because it's the Canadian diehards. I don't know. I think it, I think it's going to put a little pep in everybody's step. I mean, it's right. Yeah, and I'm gonna. I I said if if there could be some fans up north of the border here in the second half of the season, these games: Toronto, Montreal, Calgary, right. Edmonton. They're, I mean, they're all good. They're right? all going to be battling to get in the playoffs. It could be fucking epic. But war, war, Broadway. Who you got in the North Division making your top four, fella? I got Toronto. Edmonton, Calgary, and then I got Montreal. I like Montreal. They added that uh, Josh Anderson. And I they love added that, that guy. And Tyler Toffoli. And, and ah. Tyler Tuck Foley. Tyler Tuck Foley, not Toffoli. Tyler <laughs> Tuck Foley. better get back to Tyler Tuck Foley. Well, he got a nice ticket there, didn't he? Four years or something like that? Yeah. Foley got, yeah. Four years? Yeah. Yes. 25 yeah. bananas? Not a bad yeah, day. That's a good, he's a good kid. Let's see <laughs> if the old foot speed keeps up, though, up yeah, there yeah. in the North <laughs> Division. He's going to be fucking huffing and puffing up there, maybe, because I think it's going to be a track meet most nights up there. Up. That's why Connor McDavid's going to have a million points. So is Matthews, though. But I'm not going to argue McDavid's going to have him. I know, McDavid could get 100 points. But, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. McDavid, every time Dreisaitl scores a goal, <laughs> McDavid is going to be on that on that sheet. <laughs> okay, well, this is going to fucking, this is going to rally you, boys, then. My top four are ready. Vancouver, Tor- Toronto, Calgary, Vancouver, Montreal. Yeah, that's mine too. I got the so you got the Edmontoners out of the playoffs. I think McDavid's going to put on a clinic, but I think the, those four make it. That's yeah, just my- I got the oil on the outside looking in. Up dog. I got Connor McDavid doesn't make the playoffs this year. Alberta, Edmonton will light up on fire. <laughs> they will. <laughs> I, I don't care. They will. Okay, listen. I they love, have to. They got dry Is there D better? Is there D better? No, but if it's going to be a track meet, then I fucking let's go. It'll be 10 How's fucking goals. Shoot out. A Is shoot out. Is good? Uh, that that's a, okay. So you say I don't know who, who makes them instead. Montreal. I got instead Montreal of Edmonton? In instead of Edmonton. Fuck, I'd bet but, you right now that does not happen. But I don't know. Hey, listen, we're trying to start listen. a business with each other. Let's not start betting against each other here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we're always partners on the, the course. The missing curfew is already the negative. You fuck. want to fucking put it even more? <laughs> what is it? I, I, just, Connor I don't, don't want to see where I'm from burned down with the, with the Oilers not fucking doing anything this year. Well, Watch what Connor McDavid does this <laughs> year. You've already, had, we'll you've already had fires and floods out there. Barry, too. Their power play is going to be nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Nasty, nice. but who are they going to keep the puck out of the fucking net is all I'm saying. They'll fill the other net. Boys, listen. Vancouver's not a lock to get in. I just think oh, I'm a are. big fan of Travis Green, and I think Schmidt on the back end was a huge pickup. Hamannick, they just got – they haven't yep. signed him yet. but they look sensitive. But, I mean, that shares up their back end, their depth up front, their goaltending Holtby and, and Thatcher Demko. Who knows? It's it's up dog. I think it's a wide-open division. I think – and I think, Uppy, I wanted to tell you this. You said Ottawa's – I think Ottawa's going to be better than people think. They're not going to make the playoffs, Same. but they're, they're going to be better. They added a bunch of veterans. Yeah, and, and the Stutzel kid's amazing, but – it's hard for me to say Edmonton's not going to make it, but I, I don't got them in ups. Yeah, they still got to live in Ottawa. I know. Well, it's tough, it. tough January, February, March up there. Yeah, that's my only uh, Canadian all hockey there. experience is Ottawa, and I'm still traumatized. Hey, listen, these poor guys oh. too. Like I saw the Oilers last year 
we were in uh, Scottsdale for the Super Bowl, me and Loops and PJ, and we were at Bottle Blonde or whatever, and the Oilers were there. The whole squad was there. And you could just see how excited these guys were to be in the sun for once. For once. <laughs> they had the shorts on. They had no. They were all pale. No one had a fucking tan. And they were just, they don't get that this year. Ups. No. They're stuck up in the motherland for the whole, like, get the fucking toques on. No. It's something to think about, right? Like, because you know how it is. You never play in Canada, but when you go down to Phoenix, to Florida, like, that that breaks up your year where you get to enjoy the sun a little bit and kind of get out of Canada and, and just relax. Those trips were circled like the rookie parties were. Yeah, exactly. And oh. actually, you bring me up to the rookie party, boys. Well, what's going to go on with the rookie party this year? Do you, do you just parlay it to next year? Do they not have it? You punt it. If you're a veteran, I'll be, what are you doing with the rookie party this year? You're negotiating with the coach to see if there's at all like a chance to do something cool. I don't know what that is, whether it's, you know, the team gets a chance in Florida to rent a, a boat and go out and have a little commotion on the ocean together or whatever. It's, it, but only you, a handful of teams get to go there. Well, that's, I know, that's the yeah, other point. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Um, it's going to be tricky. So do you, It was always tricky negotiating with coaches and, yeah. and GMs to get this, you know, trip because you plan it and then all of a sudden you lose a few games and they blame it on, you know, us not thinking about those games and worried about the rookie party and then they fucking say it's going to be later and they're pissed off. And anyway, my guess is the coach gonna is going to go, guys, give me a break. Don't even party. worry about the fucking rookie party. But this is also rookie party. We have no fans. You want to have a rookie party? Where are you going? Yeah, there's 56 games in 102 days. Sorry to cut you guys off. That's okay. So there's two fucking days. There's nowhere to do it. There's that you have back to back, and then the rest are day off game, day off game, day oh, off. Oh, is game. that what did I didn't know? So that that's you answer my question. Then I think you just parlay it into next year. You say, boys, save your money up because next year the rookie party. We're going to ding you double, Broadway. We're going to ding you double because it's going to be your second year in the National League. So, fuck, we're going to go two rookie parties next year. Well, that's what I was two say, rookie parties. Up on. Especially if any of those rookies are hitting their bonuses. Fucking right. So imagine having two rookie parties in one year. That's what I would do. I'd say, That'd boys, it's canceled. I would love that shit. Next year, two so rookie So, speaking parties. of rookie parties, who's going to be the best rookie this year? That's a good, that's yeah. a good topic. Because there's a lot of good young players and there's a lot of fucking... I'm going to say... Uh, Stutzel in, in Ottawa is going to win the Calder Trophy. I know Lafre- Lafreniere, Lafreniere. Listen, I, I love that kid's game. I only watched him play in the World Juniors last year. I'm not, the Stutzel kid, Stutzel. Fuck, he plays with piss and vinegar up, dog. His skills through the roof. I, I think in Ottawa he's going to play a ton of minutes. Lafreniere is the favorite, but I'm going with the German kid to win the Calder. It's a good pick. My pick, Bowen Byram. Yeah. If he can fucking step up and, and get a to chance win, to, to show, yeah, yeah. to get a chance to show he can play with Makar, who I have as the leading candidate for the fucking Norris this year, okay. I think that the, those two guys are going to help Colorado's fucking rocket ship, you know, into the playoffs. Yeah. So he's he's my sleeper, but um, that Schnetzel is going to be fucking Wiener Schnetzel, Stutzel, Stutzel, <laughs> Wiener Schnetzel, Stutzel. Broadway, who you got for the Calder? I think that kid, uh, like you guys just mentioned, that Stutzel, is, he's got to be the favorite to win. But a name that everyone should be looking out for is that rookie goalie for the Rangers, that uh, Igor, like, Shuskerskin. I'm going to butcher Shusterskin. his name. Shusterskin. Yeah. But he, yeah, he, for him to have a big year, <laughs> that would push. He has a big year that pushes the Rangers into the playoffs and getting a being a young kid getting that team in the playoffs, I think that'll put him up as a front runner for the right. color as well. Let's go rapid fire here for the rest. The heart, I got McKinnon. Who you got up, dog, for the heart? McKinnon. Broadway? McKinnon. Connor McDavid. Love it. <laughs> for the fucking Norris Trophy for my Vancouver Canucks fans, we're all Canucks. I got Quinn Hughes winning the Norris Trophy. Wow. Who you got up? Kale McCarr. Wow, he's so sick. Broadway? Victor Hedman again. Victor Hedman again. Yeah, Victor Hedman's so sick. And by the way, they did the top five players in the world in the league right now, and Victor Hedman was not on the fucking list. I think he's a top five. Yeah, of course he is. 
He okay. might be top. He's a defenseman. Like you need a defenseman. Fuck. He might be top two. Right? Yeah, sure. like he plays half the game. Insane. He's fucking six foot seven. Anyways, uh, the Rocket Richard up dog. Who you got for the Rocket? The Rocket Richard. I got uh, Austin Matthews. I got Austin Matthews Broadway. Austin Matthews. Alexander Ovechkin. Oh, I love it. You're going with the old <laughs> veteran. Ovi on the half ball. <laughs> Should we do a sleeper just a second because of uh, because of all of us? What do you mean? Yeah. Like a sleeper? Sure. I would pick um, for goals, right? Yeah, yeah for fucking goals. A. Goals. Uh, who's got the hardest fucking slap? I'm going to say Patrick Liney as a sleeper just to cut you off there. Sorry. I'm going to go You're going to Patrick Liney. Patrick Liney as a sleeper for the Rocket Richard. I'm going to go. That's who I think. Here, I got my list right here. I'm going to go fucking. I mean, Pasternak. Pasternak. Yeah, that's Pasternak. He's hurt, though, Uppy. He's going to miss some games. He's, missed, he's only going to miss a month, though. He's only going to miss a month. That's hard to catch up, though, but that's a good pickup. Yeah. Broadway, who you got for a sleeper? I'm going with my boy, Cam Atkinson in Columbus. He's for the Rocket Richard? Yeah, Obi almost goals, fell man. out of his chair. <laughs> he scored 40. He scored 40 one year. Okay, okay, okay. I, I'm, I just, Is it's, he a BU call, guy? Or are you just stroking him BC off over guy. there? Yeah, no, yeah. I'm, you call, off. You, you I'm stroking him off. You right, I'm stroking off, him off. But hey, who hey. knows? He's going to have a big year. Dry Sidle's my sleeper. Ah, he's good. I mean, him and McDavid, they're going to light they're it gonna up. They're going to put on a clinic. 56-game season, tons of playoffs. If, if you were going to the old website or Vegas Caesar uh, money line or whatever up dog, who are you taking to hoist the Stanley Cup? At the end of the season. The St. Louis Blues. Love it. I mentioned Colorado earlier, but fuck, I'm not going against my Blues. I think they got way better this year. Their power play is going to be vibing. If Jordan Bennington can get back to his kicking ways, which I watched their uh, blue-white game yesterday, he is on fire. Yeah. And heads up, boys. Panger said he looks good. And I guess they've asked him. I asked this question about the, like, you know, the small sample size that of when he came in to win the Stanley Cup, and then last year the return to play didn't play very good. And his answer was about last year. Well, what about the thirty wins I had before COVID? Right? He was like <laughs> he was like thirty and thirteen or something. So, Panger says Bennington looks good. The Blues are humming. Factors feeling pretty good. That's a good pick, Broadway. Who you got? I'm gonna have to go with Gritty and the Philadelphia Flyers. Wow, he's taking the fly. That Hayes <laughs> brothership. That's that's I love that. You're still yeah, they're they're good. I think they're legit. They they got. They got all the pieces, and they got guys coming back, like I mentioned earlier. They're, they're a team to be reckoned with. Captain Collins, you got? I'm going to go the Islanders <laughs> and the Colorado Avalanche. The Avalanche beat the Islanders in the Stanley Cup Finals. Wow. Okay, I'm going to piggyback you. I got Gabriel Landis-Cog, Nathan McKinnon, Rantanen and the boys, Kyle McCarr winning the Stanley it's Cup. It's their year. It's their year. But I listen, shout out to the St. Louis Blues. In my heart, I'm pulling for them. Ryan O'Reilly with the C. Yeah, I your think. idols on that team. Yeah, the fact that. I mean, listen, I, fact that. Yeah, I love you out there, buddy. But um, listen, boys, it's the start of the season. We've had a great offseason. Thank you to all our guests that came on through the offseason, current past players. To the boys out there, stay healthy that are still playing. We're pulling for you. And uh, next next week, boys, we'll talk about some real hockey and put some people on the fucking milk carton, eh, up, dog? It's exciting. I can't, can't wait. wait, boys. Dying to put somebody on the on milk the fucking milk carton. All right, boys. Thank you. Till next week. Good stuff. See you, boys. Hey, hey.